Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Show with host Paul Lawrence Van. This empowerment talk radio show moves listeners to live their best life possible. Paul provides an exceptional platform for experts to assist listeners in discovering how to be more, do more, and achieve more in life. Paul Lawrence Van is an entrepreneur, speaker, certified business coach, and author of the book Living on Higher Ground. Tune in, listen in, and call in with questions at 646-595-4797 or join Paul in the web chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. Get ready for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Show. And good evening. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Wealthy Speaker Show, and glad that you could be with us. It's March 15, 2017, and I tell you, it's one cold day, but we're going to want to be warmed up because we have none other than, and I want to welcome uh, Collective Voices Poetry Ensemble, and we're honored to interview uh, I'm honored to interview them again today, and uh, the people who I have on board is uh, Joy Sister Joy Alfred S. Diane Beverly, Lady Di, and Andre Taylor Bernardo, and we appreciate having them this evening. Look forward to their contributions, and we're going to. Uh, go forward to really just uh, provide you all with just a wonderful platform. And this platform this evening is really centered around uh, Women's History Month, which, of course, is the month of March. And so we want to put this in and to honor uh this particular month for celebration. And uh, first of all, on behalf of the Wealthy Speaker Show, I want to welcome uh, back uh, members of Collective Voices Poetry Ensemble because they have such distinctive gifts, talents, and they have a commitment to the art and science of poetry. And of course, as I mentioned before, it's Women's History Month, and you're honoring the contributions of women through your poetry. And so what I want to say right now is to welcome uh, Lady Di, Sylvia, Diane, Beverly, good evening, and how are you doing, my friend? Good evening, Paul. I'm doing very well today on this really cold, brisk day, but it's been lovely. Thank you for the invitation to celebrate Women's History with you today. Absolutely, and I'm honored to have you on this call. And we're going to go on and proceed with this interview because there's so much to discuss and so much to share, and it's going to make for just a wonderful evening. And uh, one of the things that I would love to do at this time for those people who did not listen to your interview on February 27th, if you could provide some background uh, about yourself and and, uh, give us about – couple of minutes just to share your background so people can really get a great feel for who you are and what you do and why it's so special and unique. Okay. Well, we're Collective Voices, and I do want to say that this evening, Sister Joy may not be able to join us. She had told me that she, she would if she could. Brother Bernardo is at work. He will be joining us soon. And this is Lady Di speaking. I wanted to say Fantastic. I am the love poet, they say, and love in so many ways, the love of God, my family, my friends, the love of nature, and of course we don't want to leave out romance. I'm celebrating 
my birthday, is one of the elders in the community. And it's been so delightful, so much love poured on to me that my cup overflows with love tonight. Thank you to everyone that has acknowledged me and that continues to make sure that they get in their acknowledgments. Thank you so much. My birthday was March 13th. I will be celebrating for the rest of Women's History Month and into Poetry Month, which is April. The love poet, I've been doing poetry since elementary school. I believe because my parents were poets in their, in their own right. My dad loved Paul Lawrence Dunbar. My mom prided herself in memorization of Shakespeare. And they taught us to enjoy each other. Nine children they had, and I'm number two of nine. And they taught us to enjoy each other by learning. So we were very competitive and memorizing poems and short stories and things like, how many birds do you know? Or my brother would tell us all the capitals of all the states of the United, all the states. He would tell us the city capital of all the states. He would tell us all the presidents and all the vice and give us the years that they served. You know, everybody had their thing, but it was all in a learning mode and having fun while we learned. And I knew from a child, and I prayed that one day I would be an author. And I am the author of three books and working on several right now. Hopefully in 2017, Collective Voices will debut their first real anthology with, with Brother Bernardo, Sister Joy, and Lady Di, and it's entitled The Color of New. And that book, I, I can't wait to see it myself. I'm, I'm helping to compile it now, but I can't wait to see it in its final form, The Color of New. I'm also writing another cookbook with love poems. My previous cookbook was my my recipes, and I do have a, a poem or two in it, but it was an anthology of other poets. That's the way my publisher saw it. But this cookbook is all my recipes and all my poetry, and I'll be so happy to combine two of my faves, recipes, food, and poetry words. It's going to be so uh, wonderful. Love poems. Love wonderful. poems and recipes. Oh, that's fantastic. to your significant other and invite them over to a wonderful meal cooked from the book. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And of course, I have that book. In fact, that book, that's the first time we ever met. We were at the book fair. Right, Cooking Up South, and that was at the Capitol uh, Book Fest there at uh, Cap Center. Thank you. Yes, with, yeah. with Kwame Kwame Alexander, and that's where we met, yeah, and uh, we've been friends ever since. And and oh, so uh, it it's uh, helped me to become a better person uh, by meeting you, and of course with your cookbook. Yeah. I, I like to cook as well. I've used quite a few of the recipes from your book as well, and and so I can really vouch for that. And I know the next one that you you have uh, in the works, your next cookbook is going to be even better. 
So um, appetizer. I, 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 yes, I wanted to say the name of the title. I didn't say the title. Appetizer sure. to my heart. Appetizer. Oh, wonderful. That's uh-huh. the name of that is fantastic. Poetry fantastic. and food are the appetizers to my heart. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's I said beautiful. that in a statement to someone, and they said, that's the title of your book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I came with the title of my book in a statement to someone. <laughs> that's right. That's a beautiful thing. So let's <laughs> look at that at a little. So let's look at it a little bit in terms of Women's History Month. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that I want the listeners to take from it, and, and I've mentioned it before, that you have such wonderful gifts talents and a commitment not only to the art but also the science of poetry. Share with our listeners uh, your understanding of Women's History Month and how does poetry provide a platform uh, for you being able to to express Women's History Month even more? Well, I love the opportunity to share Women's History Month, especially during my month but it's also the month of my mother's birth. My mom was born in March also. Oh, and great. My mom's, deceased. my mom's deceased now three plus years, three right. plus uh-huh. years. But, and mommy was, was my number one, is my number one fan, and so very uh-huh. encouraging. Um, so I love celebrating during that time. Actually, I'm going to share a poem when it's time to share a poem, but I'm going to share one that I wrote this morning in the wee hours of the morning for today, and it, because I had already started it, I gave it as a, an assignment to one of my elder um, workshops that I do in okay. Harmony Hall. Mm-hmm. So Lady Di. Lady Di, I would love yeah. for you to share that poem right now. Okay. If you would like to. I would like to. It's called Women's History. And I tell my elders an easy way to get started, like an icebreaker to poetry, is to do an acrostic poem. And you would go down vertically and write down the the letters. And this way I wrote W-O-M-E-N-S-H-I-S-T-O-R-Y. You use each one of those alphabets and come across and the poem goes, Women's History, W is for Warriors of the Heart. And instead of saying, I'm just going to say, W, Warriors of the Heart, one, of, one who loved Jesus, my marvelous mother, everlasting love of my life, nice, noble, natural, Supporting our sisters, having a happy heart, ideal mate, shining star, true to thyself, one and only one, righteous rebel. Yes, we can. Yes, we That's it. All right. Uh, Lady Di, did you complete your poem? I said yes. I said why is for yes, we can. All right. Fantastic. Yes, I believe we have. Okay, go ahead. Yes, we have, uh, I believe, Bernardo, you on the line? Yes. Oh, we have someone. 
We have someone who has called in to ask you a question. And what is your name, please? Anil. Anil. Beautiful, beautiful. And you know Lady Dot. All right. And you and Anil, you would like to ask uh Lady Dot a question? No. No. Okay, you want she wants to listen. I want to say something to you. I want to say something to you. Okay, great. Tania is my student. We just studied today. Tania has come from average to excellence in a couple of months of focus on her studies. She's on the honor roll. We are Ah, so happy. Tania, we're so happy and proud, and thank you for calling in, sweetheart. Tania? Uh-huh. Tania, are you still yeah, there? T- yeah, mm-hmm. Tania is shy. Tell Tania to just hold on, and uh, she can listen in as okay. we complete the interview, okay? Okay. All Tania, right. Well, Lady Di. You'd like to, yeah. Yeah, she can hold on. And uh, one of the things, and, and I think your, your poem uh, about Women's History Month uh, is very beautiful. And um, I you. know... You you mentioned that you came up with it this morning. So what is how do you come up with the inspiration <laughs> for writing a great poetry the way that you do? Could you share that because that's not an easy thing for people to do. In fact, Lady Di, mm-hmm. people don't really write that much anymore. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, it's all by the grace of God, and me being obedient to a God-given talent, and He gave me such a wonderful. Mm, he gave me a wonderful talent. You know, when we when we follow our God-given um, attributes, it can, it can be a lot of fun. It can be so fulfilling, and that's how that's what writing is for me. I can write notes. I'll, I'll say I'm going to write six people, and I'll take my sure. book out and I'll write six notes and write six note cards. And when I go out, I drop those in the mail. The people that, if anyone's listening, they they know that they've been a recipient of that, you know, one of those little notes in the mail, because I Mm -hmm. want them to get something in their mailbox, like I look in mine for something other than advertisements and bills. Bills, yeah. I love something special. A little card or a note, yes. And it's not my birthday, just a card or a note of someone thinking of me. So writing poetry. Exactly. It's, it's fun. It's fun to me. And that was an assignment, Women's History Month. Acrostic poem was an assignment that I gave to my senior group to write an acrostic poem. Uh-huh. And so that was, and when I give them an assignment, I, it's also for myself. So I saw it exactly. sitting there this morning with the words Women's History going down the side of the page, the letters. Women's History, let me write this as an acrostic poem and share that for part of my Women's History celebration today. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, and I know you mentioned earlier that it was your birthday, so I want to make sure that I wish you a happy birthday. I have already okay. uh, yes, you have. off the interview, but, but I, I want to wish yeah. that to you as well and celebrate it for the next five years, right? <laughs> Not just the next Thank five you. days, but all year, and uh, I, I just year. think that it's a, 
it's a wonderful thing and to be able to have that type of passion uh, for, for mm-hmm. being able to write poetry is something very special and very unique. And I know with the listeners, there are a lot of people who also are interested in in our writing poetry. I meet certain people that want to write books as well. And I know you would say the same thing that I would, and it's this. You, you mutually agree. And people ask me, well, how do you write a book? And I said, it's yeah. very easy. I said, writers write. Just start writing. And people just can't believe it. They said, did you go to school for it? No. My English teacher encouraged me over the years when I was in, in yeah. a lot younger, but in order to be an author or a poet as an author, you just have to write it. And, and like you said, if it comes to you in your spirit, and all great things come from the spirit. It comes from God. Yes. And I wanted to say and, that uh, write from your heart. That's what yeah. one of my professors, Gil Scott Heron at Federal City College, mm-hmm. and he really inspired me and encouraged me a lot because he said, you know, I would think that poetry, before he said that, I really felt that poetry was a little deeper than what I was writing, you know, because exactly. people use so much metaphor and similarly, sure. you know, different little techniques and twists that you don't understand what it is. But he said, write from your heart. And then go on to learn some of the other different little styles. But just write what you're thinking, what you know about. And you, and if you always write what you know about, you're always doing something, you always have something to say. So that's exactly. what I do. And I'm thankful and I'm blessed and I'm humble that I don't have writer's block. I have a number of techniques that I use to get me started on. Brainstorming is one of the things that also we all come up with what we think about when we say women's history. And that's kind of what I did in the acrostic. What was I thinking for each one of those letters? I was thinking of that we are the women that I admire and that have inspired and influenced me are warriors of my heart. So that's what I did for W. Fantastic. And then And I'm gonna see if yeah. I'm gonna see if Bernardo is coming in. Okay. Uh yes, call yes. please state your name. Bernardo. Hey Bernardo, welcome <laughs> to the Wealthy Speaker Show. Welcome. And uh, thank you very we've we, we've started and uh we, we uh welcome you. Of course I had mentioned to all the listeners that uh, you all were here on February twenty seventh and it was awesome and because you're sharing your gifts of poetry, uh, your talent, and then your commitment to not only the art but the science of poetry. So it makes for a wonderful, wonderful evening. And we, of course, are celebrating Women's History Month as a part of it. And uh, Lady Di, of course, she's uh, on, on the call already, and we were sitting down talking about different things and in regards to Women's History Month and also poetry, the passion for poetry. And we also, she also shared one of her, her poems already. So I wanted to um, uh, uh, get back into the interview, and I wanted to ask Lady Dow real quick uh, if she had completed what she had to say, and then we'll, we'll bring you right on in, okay? Sounds good. Okay, well, okay Lady Dow. I was given a little technique on writing the acrostic and just getting started yeah. and how I actually came up with the women's history poem. So I sure. talk about the W for Warriors of My Heart. I won't do each one of the 
the letters, but I'm sure. going to do the next one for, for us. Okay. Because Great. it was one, one, and the one that's the most outstanding in my life, one who loves Jesus. Jesus is yeah. the answer. And that's what I wanted to say. That was the second letter of my letter. Okay. And I'll print it, and maybe it'll end up being in one of our books or something. Um, I'll see if I can maybe find some room for it to be in the color of new, our upcoming anthology for collective voices. And I'm okay. that's good well, for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think and uh, Bernardo, and thank again, in yeah. case you didn't hear that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Bernardo, uh, one of the things that uh, that Lady Donna talked about a little bit earlier was in terms of of um, what. And, and the question I'll ask you is this: uh, How does I, I want you to share with the listeners a little bit about yourself, maybe uh, a couple of minutes in terms of your background and how you evolved. Um, and your genesis for starting out in poetry, I want people to understand that. Uh, and if you could share that with us right now, maybe a, a minute or two, in regards to how you found poetry, or did poetry find you, Bernardo? Thank you. I believe that poetry found me. Um, words, I've always had a fascination with words as a kid. I read books. I used to read books. Uh, nursery rhymes and storybooks, and uh, I always had a vivid imagination. And so that's kind of like a whole bunch of different rivers coming together to make this this mighty river called Bernardo, because it was it was that part of my life, reading and having an imagination that, that was part of it. The other part was a love for, for God, and um, that love for God turned into a, um, a, a a time when I could learn how to sit still and listen and pay attention. And, of course, when I, I got old enough to read the book um, that my grandmother and, and, and her grandmother read the Bible, uh, the, the, the meaning of the word took on a whole new meaning for me. So I, I kind of like surrender to what flows from within me. But it takes a lot of courage in a world today where, you know, you're trying to fit in. And then we have all of these different pressures of this is how you should be, and this is how you should be, and this is how you should be. And I came up at a time when, when as men, we were not, we were told not to cry. Uh, we had to learn how to deal with what we felt um, by showing anger or showing bravado. But trying to have intimacy and, and trying to be vulnerable, that was not that was frowned upon, you know. So whenever I had those feelings of being vulnerable or, or feeling lonely or feeling left out or something, I kind of went within myself to uh, deal with those feelings. And therefore, one of, my, one of my key thoughts is all good poets start in the dark. We start like seeds buried underneath the earth, and we push toward the surface to get out. And uh, so yeah. I would always go to my notebook and write down how I felt, uh, try to explore what it is I'm feeling and how should I respond to this. And eventually I ended up sharing what I was writing with somebody, and they were like, wow, I felt that. I said, what? Yeah, uh-huh. I felt that way. <laughs> oh, okay. So as I continued to open up and share with who I was, other people could identify. And I was like, wow. So I identified that with um, being a messenger. 
God gave me an ability to understand things in a certain way and to record them in a certain way that I could help other people get through what it is that they were feeling or help them feel like not to be so isolated. You're not alone. You're not alone in what you feel and what you see and, and what's happening to you. And this is what this is the way I found uh, my way through those things. And I'm leaving breadcrumbs as I go along. And, and now I can even reflect it back to the sower and the seeds. I'm just catching seeds upon the ground, and it's going to land places where people are going to accept them and receive them, and it's also going to land places where people don't. But I can't take it too personal. Uh, even though I'm personally invested, I can't take it so personal that I, I shut down or close up or stop giving the message because there are people who still need it. And uh, I remember God gave me a poem called Feed My Sheep, and when he gave me that poem, that was the poem that really kind of let me know this is what you need to do. And what I've learned as I've gone on that feeding the sheep is not necessarily always giving everybody hope and flowers and sunlight and rainbows because we live in harsh realities where crazy things are happening, and I need to tell some people some harsh realities, but I need to try to say it like Jesus said in a loving way to guide them through what they're going through. You know? And once again, trust God with the end of result. Yeah, that's that's very powerful because you you mentioned earlier about uh, being able to you you were holding things in because it was frowned upon, you know, the bravado and 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 uh, uh, you know just not reflecting, not crying, and and those emotions that you talked about are all emotions of God. You yeah. know, when we grieve, when mm-hmm. we grieve, we lose someone. Uh, as 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 um, Lady Di would know. Uh, we we uh, God he grieves with us. It's, it, we're not alone mm-hmm. in that process, and so yeah. it's making that that uh, Bernardo. What you talked about was making that connection and coming into that consciousness by laying those seeds. Uh, we all come from a seed, and and as a yeah. result, we grow. And and the beauty, beautiful thing about God and, and coming through Jesus is that they do bring us into the light out of that darkness. It's, for some of us, it may take a little bit longer than others kind of get it from the very beginning. But uh, all of those, everything that you do and Lady Di do, it comes from God. Yeah. And so it's going to be you good. You too, brother. Don't, don't leave yourself out now. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I'm, I'm interviewing <laughs> you, you great guys, right? I'm giving y'all the credit because God made it possible for you all to be here so that I can interview okay. you all. So it's a good okay. thing. It's I, a good I, I thing. I get with that. Uh-huh. We want to say that Sister Joy, um, her gap is God always provides, G-A-T. Yes. So she believes uh-huh. she's a spiritual woman, yeah. Exactly. And I think, uh, yeah, and Lady Di, you mentioned it earlier, yours was love. Uh, Bernardo, what is yours when it comes to poetry? Oh, you all have a, gap? yeah, your gap. Oh, my, my gap is, um, um, wow, I got me on the spot. Um, generosity, accentuates. generosity, generosity accentuates yeah. patience. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And my yep, gap, I, I just wanted. My gap is gracious actions prosper. That's my. Gap. That was in my spirit, Diane. <laughs> I was trying to think of mine. I can remember yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always do. You just do what I always do. But I got you uh-huh. the last time, and I asked you to say it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I like what? That. 
and 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 it's it's outstanding. And uh, one of the things uh, that we've uh, Lady Diana have done done earlier, she provided a poem uh, that that she shared uh, for Women's History Month. And uh, what I would like for you to do, Bernardo, is to share one of your favorite poems uh, with our listeners, so that they can get a, a, a idea of what your your gifts and your talents are. If you could uh, willing to do that right now, mm-hmm. that'd be okay. great. Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 go back to the poem I was talking about. Um, and it's sure it's crazy the way it was born because it was like I was in the middle of a life changing situation. I was having migraine headaches at work and and. and and a lot of things in my life were, were just caving in on me. A relationship it was coming to an end. Um, the uh-huh. lady I had, the only lady I ever proposed to in my life, it was coming to an end. Uh, she just changed her mind, and uh, man, I was like, I was at the bottom, man. I was like, I can't see my way out of this. This is a dark place I'm in. And this voice kept ministering to me. He said, "I got you. I brought you through worse things than this, and I'm gonna carry you. I'm gonna carry you forward. You can't even see the end of this, but I got you." It's okay. And he said, but I need you to do something. I need you to go back to your house. I need you to go look in the, your drawers and in the closets and find those notebooks that you got poems written down, and I need you to bring those out and share them with the people. You know, and I'm like, well, God, but what happens if, if I share something and they take it? He said, they, they, they can't. I said, son, I got cattle on a thousand hill. Which one do you want? He said, they're not your words. Exactly. Anyway, they're mine. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And he said, I need you to feed my sheep. And this was, And three days later, I'm standing in my bedroom, and, this, and these words start to come to me. And God said, feed my sheep. And I thought to myself, man, that's deep. But that can't be for it me. Is. See, I've never <laughs> been a shepherd or anything before. I was not a child raised on a farm. My chores consisted of washing the dishes and taking out the trash and sweeping down the steps. And I have no concept of what it's like to get up in the middle of the night. You know, before the sky gets light and then tend to livestock? No, not me. But God repeated Feed my sheep. So I keep on writing. I keep reciting. I keep going to readings because I know that's what he meant when he said they needed feeding. You see, my people perish for lack of vision, and many make such poor decisions. And every day there is more division because they are not fed by word. They're not exposed to my thoughts. And I have caught you, Bernardo. I have caught you in the midst of slipping. I have brought you forth from the harshest of conditions. I have given you everything you need to complete this mission. You are prepared to share a truth you can never tell so well that you not fell into the cracks between the traps. But see, I kept my word and I brought you back. And in your calling, you can reach those who have also fallen. Just share with them the gifts I've blessed you with. The rhythm, the melody, the rhyme, the rest of the work is mine, all mine. And if you love me, if you trust me, you only have mm-hmm. one choice, and that is to feed my sheep, and my mm. sheep will know my voice. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful. <laughs> yeah, I think you had the word. The word came to you, my brother. <laughs> I think you did, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that was he may, beautiful. He may end up in theology school. He may end up. I think, I think he's already in theology. <laughs> <laughs> he may just go ahead. I think now he just needs to get on to graduate school at it now. See. Oh. <laughs> well, that's, that's, true that's true, too. That's true, too. That's true. Yeah, and, and you know, the thing I take from both uh, Lady Di and you, uh, Renato is the fact that uh, you know people have been writing and, and reciting poetry for 
thousands upon thousands of years, and uh, some of those voices are speaking through you all. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, and, I agree. and oh, so we you. say, well, and we say, well, where does poetry come from? Well, all good things come from God. So you are yes. really yeah. sharing uh, what God has been saying, but people weren't listening, so he had to ask you all to share that with people and feed yes. my sheep. Yes, <laughs> that's right. And that's that's what's happening. And, and so it's a great word and uh word that's needed. I think, Bernardo, you mentioned something earlier and, and some of the tools that um, we want some of the younger folks to pick up, like uh, writing. You know, a lot of people have the technology now, and they think that's all they need. You know, they have, quote, unquote, the smartphone. Well, before there was a smartphone, what did we do? We wrote, we wrote things down. Example. We wrote letters. Yeah. Uh-huh. I still they, like doing it. I still do it. Me too. And, and so, uh, and, and and to me, I think that's why poetry is still so powerful, because it's it's more original more unique it's an art and as mm-hmm. I stated it's a science as well because everyone yeah. can't deliver but but you guys you can deliver mm. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> yeah absolutely to God be the glory so uh, yes to God be the glory and thank you and uh, one of the things that um, we know that's coming up next month we know that there's a the natural national poetry month uh, would you all like to just share a little bit about some of the things that you all are going to be doing in support of that? Because I know that's probably one of your busiest months. I was doing some research on the National Poetry Month, and they stated that more people globally are reciting poetry than any other activity in the world at that time for that month of April. So let's Wonderful. share some of the... The, the venues you all uh, plan on, a couple of them here in the local Washington area, because you're both local uh, poets, uh, native Washingtonians, which I think is just uh, very unique and very very awesome yes. as well. Well, one of the things that with my seniors at Carmen and Hall um, under um, Prince George's Parks and Planning, which the Carmen and Hall Regional Center comes under, on April uh-huh. the 6th, we will have a program at 1 p.m. And the seniors that participate in the workshop that I do twice a month down there, they will be presenting their poetry. And other other members of the Harmony Hall will join in and maybe bring a poem or bring something. Sure. Maybe they may have written only one poem in their life and they want to share it. But our mic is open. It's like an open mic type of thing. Oh, great. And I'm looking and I'm looking for I'm looking for a, po- a poet, um, in, in particular. I'm putting out a feeler for Grandma Slam to join us. So oh my I God! Feature, yeah, I want to feature her that day. I love her. I was, I was given the opportunity to feature someone, so she's sure. the female that I want to feature, and Thirteen of Nazareth is the male that I want to feature. Okay, so I love them too. April the <laughs> I know. April you know, I Thursday, saying. April sixth. Yes. One PM. One PM. Living okay, and that's Road, Harmony, Harmony Hall. Hall. Yeah. So Bernardo, give yes. us that one that you um Folgers you were doing. Uh, I'm I'm that Saturday I will be at the Folgers Shakespeare Theater 
with the poet laureate Dolores Kendrick. I'm part of her group, uh, Poets in Progress. Um, okay. It's a powerful group, and, and, and it helps me stretch because um, Dolores is, is from that, uh, that lineage of poets, you know, where, you know, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow and, uh-huh. and uh, my brother. Um, uh, got a lot of just uh, poets that, that Was that Paul Dunbar at. part of that one? Paul Dunbar is part of that. Uh, Langston Hughes. Because we're talking right. about poetry that's structured in a certain way. And you mentioned earlier about the, the, the people who are writing poetry nowadays with their smartphones. Some of them don't have structure. They have, they have, they have, I, now, I use a lot of eternal rhyme with my poetry, so I understand where they're coming from with that and the natural flow. But sometimes, you know, when you talk about the Paul and Stumbar, the Langston Hughes, uh, the Gwendolyn Brooks, you're talking about poetry with structure. There's, there's this many lines per line, and then this line repeats like this. And these are the things that you need to learn if you're going to, to truly claim yourself to be a poet and not somebody that's right from what you feel. So working with Dolores forces me to sometimes slow down in the way I rhyme and to practice different ways of writing. And she definitely got me uh, editing my work, going back and looking at it and going over it again, maybe changing a word, replacing a word that sounds better here or there instead of just writing and say it's done. Uh, so that's called Shakespeare Theater, we're going to be doing that, and it's going to be a very formal affair, but it's going to be a very beautiful, yes. heartwarming affair. I really hope your listeners can come out to that. Sure. And, and let's get that date again. April 8th. Saturday April 8th. Night. Okay. That's Saturday. Yeah, I have a tuxedo. <laughs> All right. That's right, Paul. That's right. I have a tux. I can get on out there. I got a hat right, to match now. it to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I think I, I'm gonna have to wear my socks now. Uh, see there. <laughs> so, so I think I'm gonna have to come on out there and, and take a look at that. Well, yeah, I, 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 I could look at the one at um, Harmony Hall, but I wouldn't be able to stay that long because I have uh, okay. to pick up a couple of people, special people in my life on that day. Uh, well, we, we but, finished uh, up at three, so. The majority well, okay. of them like from 1 to 2. 1 to 2. Okay, 1 to 2. Not gotcha. What time of day is Folgers? Uh, Folgers and starts at uh, 7 p.m. Okay, right. yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, so that, then that's I excellent. To say that another sure. group that I'm associated with out of George Washington University, a splendid wake, they're having a program celebrating um, Poetry Month. On April the 23rd at the George Washington University Gilman Library. All of the okay. people that participate in that program, A Splendid Wake, have their papers in the library, the Gilman Library, and I'm wow. blessed to be one of those people. Have a collection Wonderful. of work at the Gilman at George Washington University. So on 6 p.m., April 23rd, that's open to the public. Okay, April 23rd. Then, and that's a Sunday. Yes, yes. okay. Fantastic. Then I'm, then if it's a Sunday, then I might have to come back with a different date because I don't believe that their event is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to correct it. So maybe if they, if people are interested in, maybe I can give my um, email address and they can yes. email me for the exact date of that event, the Gilman okay. Library event date, 
because I don't have those notes in front of me. I don't want to waste time looking for it. My email sure. S Y L A D Y D I at Comcast dot net. Net. Okay. Fantastic. S Y Lady Die. S Y Lady Die at Comcast dot net. And that's for the Gilman uh poetry uh, event at George Washington. Yes, for April. Yes, George Washington April. Yeah. University. George Washington University. Yeah, absolutely. So that's fantastic, and I appreciate uh, that. And uh, one I'd like to do right now, Lady Di, I'd like to uh, for you to share another one of your poems with our listeners as well. Please name, give us okay. what the name of it is, and provide it for us. For Women's History Month, I want to dedicate this poem that I wrote, and it's in my book called "Forever in Your Eyes." The name of the poem is Woman with a Mission. It's dedicated to Sister Joy. Sister Joy gave me a bracelet, and the words on the bracelet said, Woman with a Mission. And this goes back way years ago. But first I want to say the poem right beside it in the book is a really four, four lines, and I want to intro Woman with a Mission with be unto me. Be unto me. I'm as happy as a nightingale, as content as I can be. Just finished listening to the words of Christ. Be unto me. Woman with a mission. Recognize the deed. Analyze to the utmost an astonishing breed. Elaborate on the essentials of acquired deeds. Accept the barriers and challenges of life's needs. Struggle onward, steadfast. Move toward the future, yet glance at the past. Study history to gain knowledge to share. Know without knowledge. I hear a lot of wrestling. I'm sorry. Can you mute that? Because I can't. I can't do my poetry with that. Can okay. Uh, do you, know without uh, knowledge, but be minus appear. Strive toward goals. Arrive at success. Emphasis on the positive. Do not dwell on the rest. Never give up because you are committed and true. Flourish with smiles and radiance. That's you, a woman with a mission, dedicated to joy. Evidently, it was before she added sister to the front of her. <laughs> okay. Joy. My dear friend and partner, uh, collective voices, but we share so much for so for such a long time. Uh, fantastic, fantastic, and I know that uh, Joy will. Joy, she would also be with you all in some of the um, some of the venues that you have in April. Or do you know of some of the dates that she has uh, for April that may okay. be uh, more by herself? Well, April the twenty seventh was a scheduled date for Collective Voices. We were we are presenting at the Italian Embassy. But that date okay. has changed to May 1st. So the May last 1st. time we gave That's the listening Saturday. audience April 27th, 
It's mm-hmm. changed to May 1st. Okay. And Sister Joy, Bernardo, and I will, three of us. Oh, great. And I don't know what else. I don't know what else the other things the that joy. all three of us are doing. Yes. Okay. We're working, okay. We're working on some things. Yeah. Okay. But I, I know uh, one thing. I'm sorry? I was wondering if uh, you know of any other events for April. That Joy has, yeah. No, I don't know anything um, that she's doing that she mentioned to me. Um, what I do know is that uh, poetry, being poetry much like you were saying, Paul, so much poetry is doing going on. There are people who yeah. will, who will call us the last minute to come out and see if we're available to come. Mm-hmm. Out. Okay, and then and collaborate. Then, mm-hmm. They'll collaborate mm-hmm. or. Um, uh, I know that I, as a poet, one of the things that that, that I really think that that makes makes God smile upon me, uh, I'm just gonna claim that, all right, um, is sure. that okay? I respect the power of the word, and and, and God yeah. is so awesome, so vast that he that he there's no way to give me all the all the great poems. So right. spread it out around the world. So what I will do is I'll have friends like Lady Di, for instance. You know, I I, I, I met. Sure. Uh, Dolores, because Lady Di was performing at the at the Folger Shakespeare Theater, and I went to support her. Okay. And in the process cool. of doing that is when I met Dolores, and then I got the interview to to come in and apply for the program. So it's about it's about. I see some people go out there and do poetry, like I'm all that. I'm this me. I'm okay. That's nice that you got you're that person that you got that kind of skill. But you got you got to remember where the blessing comes from. It's like you were saying earlier, Paul. All good oh, yeah. come from him. You know. They so from God. pay attention to where the gift comes from. Respect the gift and watch yes. what it yes. takes. Absolutely, because at one point God told us all, he said, you have to make room for those gifts. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and that's a blessing. And and uh, one one thing I, I was talking to uh, talking to Lady Di about a little bit earlier, and she shared how she has that inspiration for uh, writing poetry uh, and and she said she's never has what you call writer's block. That mm-hmm. because it's flowing through her, it's flowing through her. Mm-hmm. So Bernardo, uh, when we look at trying to look at the uh, generations that coming up behind behind you, behind Lady mm-hmm. Diane, as far as poetry, what are some of your recommendations to them to help them to to see to, to gain more clarity and more vision on? And continue to carry the the baton for poetry. Uh, what are some of the recommendations that you have? And then, Lady Di, I'll get yours as well. I'm going to say, study your craft. You know, um, somebody told me a study long time ago, read other poets. Da, 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 and, and you know, yeah, I, I pick it up, and, and every now and again, I'll read somebody's work. But I don't really go at it, go at it like that, because the word flows sure. naturally through me. But I think that also comes from a natural love of poetry, and I picked up a lot of things in early in life. But when I claim myself as a poet, I still go back and look. I will still go to workshops. I will still go to poetry mm-hmm. retreats. Uh, I will still do things like sit around with Lady Di. And we were talking about sure. this at Italian Embassy um, uh-huh. project come upcoming, and we would sit there and bounce, bounce ideas off each other. Well, how do you, mm-hmm. what do you think it should do? Well, I think it should do this. I think we should talk about this mm-hmm. in the poem. And so we found a common ground, a theme of being the collective, but also emphasizing mm-hmm. we each have our own perspective. And then we kind of flowed into who we are. 
But you have to mm-hmm. study your okay. craft because you have to know things like uh, what's a quatrain, you know, uh, sure. what is a sonnet, uh, what is a limerick, mm-hmm. and, and then practice it. You may find right. that you're better at this than, than you are at that. It's kind of like to be on a football team. You want to be a football player, you you study football. You know what the quarterback right. does. You know what the guard does. You know what the linebacker yeah. does. You know. So you, you study what it is you say you are about, and that makes you yeah. stronger when you present yourself, and you know why you do what you do, and you know how to divert from it a little bit and go somewhere else with it. And then people will be able to resonate with it because they they see it uh, in in their own mind. They they can feel the particular delivery that you provide for them because they feel that passion that you put into it, and they definitely feel the hard work. So it resonates with them. Mm-hmm. And Lady Di, how about for you? What do you, what do you have for our younger generations? Those up and coming poetry uh, wonders that 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 are going to be going all over this planet. What do you recommend for them yourself? Well, I say um, I hope that they grab hold to a lot of what Bernardo said because that's some of the yeah. what I do, not to have writer's block. But also one of the things that I use with the youth and the elders that I when I hold sure. workshops is to pick a theme and then brainstorm that theme. So we just, everybody just throws out words and we write all those words and we have a collage of words and then we say, okay, now write your poem and pull some, you don't have to use all of them, but pull some of these words and use your own style. We already have created some styles, haikus, sonnets, limerick, um, you know, rhyme and freestyle just don't, doesn't even have to rhyme. You know, just Pull your style, but from the brainstorming collage, pull your words from there, add some adjectives and adverbs, delete some prepositions and conjunctions, and make it a point. And almost everything that I said, Brother Bernardo says, hey, have you written that? That's a point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a point. Well, it's like a musical. Everything Life is a musical. I say is a point. Or a story. And, and that's exactly what I was thinking. I said, well, that sounds just like a song. Because <laughs> a song, some songs average, what, uh, three, four, sometimes five minutes. It's, but a lot, it's repetition, it's rhythm, it's rhyme. Rhythm, rhythm, Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and so those, those are some really great recommendations. But kind of like if you want to have fun with life, then you can make it like a poem. Because there's yeah. some some beauty and some fun and some happiness and some attention, attractiveness in poetry, even mm-hmm. if it's not fun, even if it's sad, mm-hmm. you know. I wrote two weeks after my brother passed, I cried. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the first time I delivered it, probably like maybe two weeks after I wrote it, I delivered it. And some of my family was in the audience. And that's one of the times that I didn't cry because they were so emotional. Exactly. And I didn't write it for that. I wrote it because I couldn't stop crying for two weeks, you know, and some. And to this day, 14 years later, I still cry Mm. about the abruptness of him being no longer here on this earth. So anyway... 
we can use our poetry just as a cleanse. Just cleanse yeah, it's, uh, it becomes very therapeutic. Yes, very yeah. much so. And I'm just thankful yeah, to God to give me that. Absolutely. And uh, Bernardo, uh, Lady Di and I was talking a little bit earlier, and and I run Mm -hmm. into people all the time, and uh, I've written now my fourth book, and they ask me, well, did you go to school to write? Uh, How did you learn how to do that? And I said, well, I had an English teacher that rode me like a horse when I was younger, and she (laughs) told me, you're going to have to learn how to write, because I was awful, Bernardo and Lady Di. I was terrible. And I said, one day I'm going to have to really get my act together. And sure enough, I needed to do that, you know, over the course of my 20-year career in the military, right? Writing, that's all you do is write. And so after I retired, I decided to write my first book. And I wrote my first book, and I remembered my English teacher, and it took me just a month to write it. Wow. And it came to 200... 232 pages. Now, my fourth book, which I started writing, I wrote it in 16 days. Now, the the, the, the statement I'm making is that I wrote it, but guess what? I didn't really write it. God told me what to write. (laughs) I I was walking around the track over there by the Air Force One in in Andrews, and the Spirit came to me and said, I want you to write this book about that. And I, I hesitated in writing this book. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to write this book. And I wrote it, and now we're waiting to get it published. That's what I'm talking about. But like you said, it's that that consciousness and and how God works through you, and uh, he'll he'll really uh, push it through. But enough about me. Uh, uh, We we have about... That means that we can get uh, written by Poetry Month, Bernardo. We can have our book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sixteen days. Yeah, I, I, I did it. Uh, wrote it pretty quick, and I, I got it into the uh, publishing company, and they said, uh, "Okay, so we just went over the book cover last week, and we're going over the in, inside of the book, and we're getting the book priced and everything." And I said, "Okay, fine. See if if I had listened to God sooner, it would have been finished two weeks ago." <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it's okay. I hear that. I mean, I, I yeah, told you it was very inspiring. Last and, and, and time the, uh, the show, I was inspired yeah, by it. Listen, Paul. I yeah. like the name. I like the name of the show you selected, man. Yeah, awesome. I tell you, it's 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 a show that's really people think, oh, it's a money show, and I said, well, no, it's wisdom. It's it's uh, knowledge. It's consciousness. It's it's helping people to help themselves. And in many ways, that's what it is. But most people think it's it's a, a money show, but it's really not. It's more right. of a show of, of of wisdom, of spirit, consciousness. We talk about God. Uh, I, I did have one show with someone call in. I used to do, I've done about 900 episodes of my show over the last nine to ten years. I only had maybe one or two incidents where people said something really derogatory, and I hung up on them. Uh, because mm. it was the right thing to do. Okay. But okay. Uh, for the for the most part, I, I was interviewing a guest, a really outstanding individual, and uh, they used the N word. Mm. And I told them, I said, "Well, I'm not sure who you are, but this is not that type of show." And I hung up. <laughs> uh, okay. And so it, it kind well, of, and yes. 
I'm sorry. I was just wondering because our time is coming to an end. Do we have anyone on the line? Did anyone call in? Yes, we have a few people on the line. I'm going to try to bring them in. Hopefully mm-hmm. they can hear us. Yes, a caller, uh, please state your name and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Cheryl Leonard, and I'm calling from Capitol Heights, Maryland. Okay, so Hi, good evening. And how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm just enjoying the show and listening to you all exchange information and sharing, and um, I think it's a wonderful thing. All right, fantastic. Do you want to ask a question of Lady Di or Bernardo? Um, You're free to do so. Okay. Well, I'll ask a question of Lady Di. Lady Di, okay. you wrote a beautiful poem for my daughter, Anya, when she was just a baby. It was called Beautiful Brown Girls, and I was mm. just wondering if you still have a copy of that. <laughs> I think I have it, but guess what the name of it is? It's called Brown Eyed Chocolate Baby. Oh, <laughs> that's my goddaughter, and I've been waiting to talk all, right. all day. I, I like that, Bernardo. <laughs> what do you think? I love it. I love yeah. it. Brown Eyed Chocolate Baby. She, she's a she's a chocolate baby girl. She's she's eighteen today. Two days uh-huh. after my birthday. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. She's a little dancing angel. Thank you, Cheryl. Oh, fantastic. Thank uh, you, Cheryl. Thank you for answering that question. That's the power of the word, mm-hmm. Paul. I mean, he, they, that, they, a lot, I remember that, that study they did a long oh. time ago about little black kids. When they had to choose baby uh-huh. dolls, they wouldn't choose a doll to look like them. So exactly. the power of the poem that, that Lady Di put out there, she put a uh-huh. powerful energy into the atmosphere that anybody mm. reading that, Feeling insecurity, feeling lost, feeling like they don't fit, can right. grasp hold sure. to and rise up. You know, that's powerful. Well, exactly. you know, and with that poem, reading it to um, my daughter as she was growing up when she was just a small girl, um, it it gave her inspiration, and mm-hmm. she only drew two, um, you know, dolls of her her own skin tones, and and oh. that is. She had Barbies and she had other dolls, but, um, you know, I told her that, you know, her hair was natural, that she should let it be that way. And she learned learned her own self-worth through um, from the very beginning. So, That's very, very empowering. Thank Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you very much, Cheryl. We may have another call on the line. I'm going to bring them in and see if they have a question as well. Thank you, Cheryl. Uh, Yes, good evening, caller. Uh, You've joined the Wealthy Speaker Show. Please state your name and where you're calling from. Uh, Yes, caller, would you like to say something? Okay, it looks like we lost them. Okay. All right. So uh, we have about a minute and 30 seconds to go. And what I want to do at this time, first of all, is to thank uh, all of our listeners and, of course, our honored guests uh, here sharing uh, and honoring uh, Women's History Month. And we have S. uh, Diane, Lady Di Beverly, and we have Andre Taylor, Bernardo, uh, excellent, excellent poets. They're both native Washingtonians. This is their second time on the show, and of course, they will be returning uh, next month as a part of National uh, Poetry Month. And coming in with mm. 
with uh, with um, a sister Joy Joy Alford as a part of yes. Collective Voices Poetry Ensemble. We're honored to have them not only this evening but looking forward to it next month. We'll get that one scheduled very early and uh, look forward to having you all on. And, of course, the venues that you mentioned earlier, both Bernardo as well as Lady Di, uh, I'm going to try to make my presence there to also to be enlightened uh, by the messages that you have as messengers. Yeah, I'll be at that place um, tomorrow also, um, just celebrating Women's History Month and providing a workshop. And it's free to seniors. I think, you know, they don't really check your age, but I would say 50 on 50 50, 50 to 100. (laughs) 50 is the new 40. (laughs) 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 So, uh, Bernardo, uh, thank you very much, my friend, and I look forward to meeting you. And Lady Di, I look forward to, to, of course, seeing you again, and we'll definitely be in contact uh, here in the near near term. Thank you. I really enjoy it, and, and trust me, uh, just listening to both of you all, it's, it inspires me, it motivates me, oh. and empowers me, too. And I know it does the same thing for the listeners. We want to thank uh, Cheryl, of course, for calling in the other listeners. Your yes. student, for example, uh, Lady oh, Di, yes. that called in as well. Yes, That's very powerful. She is shy. So, yeah. So on behalf of the wealthy... Yes, and thank you. On behalf of the Wealthy Speaker Show, my name is Paul Lawrence Van, and uh, what I want everyone to take with them this evening is to understand what Bernardo and Lady Di has been talking about tonight, and we're really talking about the awesome power of God and how he impacts each mm-hmm. and every one of our lives, that we're able to spread his message uh, and their, mm-hmm. their, for both of them through their poetry and their books and, and, and their presence, and for me through the radio show and through books and, and speaking. So we want to thank everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Wealthy Speaker Show. Bernardo, as well as Lady Di, and of course Sister Joy, thank you one and all yeah. as a part of Collective Voices Poetry Ensemble. Have a great night, and I look forward to the next interview that we have because I know it's going to be fun just like it was tonight. So have a great evening. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bernardo. All right. Take care, you guys. Okay. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Wealthy Speaker Show with host Paul Lawrence Van. We recommend you inform your friends family, and colleagues to tune in and listen to the archive of this show. Discover more about Paul and the Wealthy Speaker Show by going to www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Wealthy Speaker Show. Until then, continue being who you were purposed to be in life.